Welcome to this week's episode of Guarding the Well podcast. This is James, and hopefully you're doing really well today. Hopefully uh, the, the day is going well for you. Hopefully uh, the week is going well. That's why I pick Wednesday to get these episodes out to you, because I don't know about you. Wednesday, as they always say, Wednesday is hump day, and um, it, the week always feels long until Wednesday is over, and then you wake up and go, oh, it's Thursday. Uh, now, for some of you that work on weekends, uh, that may not work for you. For me, it does, even though I work on weekends. Uh, Wednesday is like that day uh, that I just kind of need to get that extra push, if you would. And um, I don't know where where you live at, but where I live at, it's been snowing for three days. Uh, So um, I need that extra oomph, if you would, uh, today. But hope you're doing well. I would love to hear from you. Uh, I want to appreciate those that have been uh, leaving some comments. Um, if you could, if you'd like to uh, leave a comment, I uh, would love to hear from you. I love to hear how the Lord is working in your life, and maybe even how uh, this podcast is helping you in in your walk with the Lord. And and hopefully, prayerfully, uh, it's a blessing. Uh, I always pray right before I come on and uh, record these podcasts, and so hopefully, the Lord's using it in your life. And uh, if you'd be able to help us out by subscribing. Uh, by liking the the podcast, um, and you could subscribe. Uh, we're on Apple and Google and Podbean, so you can subscribe anywhere on those uh, those links if you would. And uh, when you listen to the podcast, if you wouldn't mind uh, liking it or giving it uh, a review, uh, that depending on what what host site that you're using, and then you could find this on Facebook. Would really love to connect with you on Facebook, Guarding the Well, and uh, we're there. You could shoot us a message, comments, anything along those lines, and uh, would really love to hear from you. Where I used to live, we had a rose bush out front. And the only reason I knew that it was a rose bush is because it had thorns on it. And I always got hit by the thorns. But the thing with this rose bush was that it never produced roses. There was never any flowers on it. It was just the the stems and the thorns and some leaves, but never like the red roses that that you think of when you hear a rose bush. And so one one summer, uh, I guess late summer, early fall, um, it, it was right. It's right underneath the, the 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 hose connection. So I always had to put my hand through a rose bush to turn the hose on. But one late summer, early fall, um, I, I looked at my wife and I said, I think I'm going to get rid of this rose bush. And I was thinking about it. I go, yeah, you know what? What I'm going to do is I'm just going to hack this thing. I'm just going to cut it down. I'm going to, I guess the technical term is pruning it. And so I pruned it. Now, if you know me or if you don't know me, I I, I don't have a green thumb. Uh, I plant grass. That's pretty much about it. Um, so I have no idea how to prune a rose bush, but I pruned this rose bush and I cut it down and everything and anything that I that looked like it shouldn't be on there, I just got rid of. And I think I got rid of probably probably about 75, 80% of this rose bush. And I, I literally thought I killed it. But I thought, well, we'll wait until next year and, and find out. Next year, that thing grew cr- like crazy. And it actually produced uh, probably about five or six roses on it. And I had never seen any roses on that bush. And I I'd lived there for who a good seven, eight years and never saw any roses on this thing. But after I pruned it, 
the roses appeared. And it's been producing roses ever since. Uh, I've moved, but I'm still able to see the plant. And uh, that pruning really, really helped. Um, do you know that God prunes our life? God does the same thing to you and I in our lives that I did with that rose bush. He prunes us. And if you don't know what pruning is, it, it's the cutting away of things that are holding back. It, it's the cutting away of, of dead things. Uh, it, it's cutting away even good things so that uh, a plant or, in our case, a, a person could be more fruitful, that they're able to produce more and better, wh- whatever it is. And that's what pruning is. And God does that with us. And it's always true. It's always been one of those things that have gotten to me where Jesus says in John chapter 15, I'm going to read to you verses 1 and 2 of John chapter 15. And some of you, you might know these verses. Uh, A lot of people are familiar with this section. But John chapter 15, verses 1 to 2, Jesus says this, I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Well, every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. Now, I'm going to read that one part again to you. It says that God, right, what God does is that uh, he will, everything that does not bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful, right? So God will take the things that are in our life, that are in your life, that are not producing fruit, and he'll cut them away. But he'll even take the good things in our lives and cut them away so that they'll be even more fruitful. Now, here's the thing. God is going to do that so that we do not become so busy that we're overwhelmed. And we've been talking uh, the last two episodes, this episode, and next week's episode on time management and how that impacts our walk with the Lord. And pruning is really important to our walk with the Lord. And God's going to do it. We see it right here in Scripture that He's going to cut away in your life. And we we argue and we fight about that because we don't want to let go of the things that we have in our lives. But God, he He's the gardener. And he's going to prune away at you. And for maybe some of you, you're, you're going through that season right now that God's trying to prune in your, in your heart, in your life, and you're fighting him and you're arguing with him. And maybe you don't even realize that God is doing it, but he does do it. And perhaps he's even doing it in your life right now. He wants us to become fruitful and not busy, as we've been saying over the last couple episodes. Now, God does that in our lives. But here's the thing. You and I, we can and should prune our lives ourselves. So you and I can prune our lives. We can cut things out of our lives and get away from our lives so that we're more fruitful for the Lord. See, you and I, we take on so much that our plates become... I don't know. I love Thanksgiving. One of the reasons I love Thanksgiving is, well, because of the food. Um... And if you ever notice somebody's plate on Thanksgiving, uh, you can't see the plate anymore. There's usually so much food on the plate that you can't see the plate. And it's just like overflowing. You ever feel like your life is like that? That your life is just so full that it's it's just overwhelming. That it like your life is overflowing. A couple of years back <clears throat> when I was asked to do something, I really felt the Lord uh, wanting me to do it, and, and so I, I said yes after prayer and everything along those lines. But the, the ironic thing was a couple weeks before that, I really felt like the Lord wanted me to empty my plate. And so I spent 
days, uh, a couple weeks, just praying that, Lord, would you empty my plate? And then he brings something else on, on. And then, so I had a joke with my wife. I said, I was praying that God would take things off of my plate, but I think he just gave me another plate to carry. And that's how life gets. And it gets overwhelming because we have so much going on that we're just overwhelmed. Is that you right now? You see, when we're overwhelmed in life, our heart is left unprotected. When we're just fighting overwhelm, when we're just fighting a full plate, it's really hard for you and I to guard our hearts against the attacks that Satan brings. It's really hard for us to guard our hearts. It's really hard for for us to guard our walk with the Lord because we have so much going on. And so it's really important that you and I prune our lives, that we cut away uh, the things that are not uh, fruitful and beneficial in our lives. And even some things that are good in our lives, we may have to give up and get rid of. And so we need to prune. And here's why. When you and I don't prune our lives, when we just keep saying yes to absolutely everything, there's a couple things that happen. One is this, stress and anxiety start to build. Anxiety, uh, we, we've spoken about in uh, this podcast a little bit. Um, you know, a couple episodes back, but stress and anxiety start to build in our lives because we're just overwhelmed. Now, if you're starting to feel a lot of stress and anxiety build in within you and in your life, maybe it's time for you to look at your life and go, well, am I doing too much? Do I have too much on my plate? Because an overfull life is going to produce stress and anxiety. Not only that, but when our plate is overfilled, uh, we're going to struggle on our walk with Jesus. So let me ask you this, just to get you to think a little bit. How is your walk with Jesus? Do you Are you spending time in the Word? Are you spending time in prayer? Are you spending time in uh, corporate worship? Uh, are you sp- uh, spending time in uh, just serving Him in different areas and different capacities, because that is really important. But when our lives get too full, our walk with Jesus struggles. It really and truly does. And then the next thing is when we get over full in our life, you know what else happens? Our relationships with others struggle. Because we won't have the time, we don't have the energy, we don't have the strength, we don't have any of that uh, in our our life. And so our, our relationships struggle, maybe with a spouse, maybe with a child, uh, maybe with a friend or a neighbor, because we just have this frustration because we have so much going on that we don't get to, we're not building a relationship with them. And so maybe it's time that we prune so that our relationship with others isn't as bad. And then lastly, just quickly for you this morning is when our plates are over full, we run on empty. Is that you? Do you feel like you run on caffeine? I read a report a couple of years ago that over 60% of pastors run on energy drinks and caffeine. And I'm like, well, I could see that. And that's not just, you know, the world of pastoral ministry, but it's just people in general. I need to have my coffee. I need to have my caffeine. And one of the reasons is because we, we're just empty. We don't have the strength. We don't have the energy. We don't have the oomph to put into anything. And when I was finishing up one of my college classes, I had to read a book uh, called The DNA of Relationships. And in that, uh, Gary Smalley, who's the author, he used the picture of 
a, a battery. He says, this battery, if everybody is, and you're the battery, and everybody is plugged into you, that you're constantly giving energy or you're giving life to other people, well, guess what? That battery is eventually going to have nothing in it to give to others. And that's what happens when our lives get too full. When our time, our schedule is too full, we don't have the energy to give anything to anybody else. And so as we're trying to pour ourselves out into the lives of other people, we're not taking care of ourselves, which means we're going to be running on empty and then we're going to crash and then we'll have nothing to give to somebody else and they may crash as well. And all those things happen because we mismanage our time. Those things happen because we take on too much that we're not supposed to be taking on. We start saying yes too many times. And so that puts us in a position where we need to step back and we need to get out the the hedge clippers and we need to prune our lives. We need to cut things away. And that is, it's difficult. I'll be honest with you, it's difficult. We need to prune and we need to cut away. We need to say no to things, even even good things, uh, if our plate is overflowing. And so the question is, how do we do that? How do we prune? Because in reality, it's not a hard concept to understand. But how do we do it? Well, it's easier said than done, as I said. And the reason that it's hard is because this. Satan does not want you to prune your life. He doesn't want you to spend time and cutting away things in your life so that you're not a part of. And the reason being is the reason we've mentioned the last couple episodes. Satan wants you to be busy. Because if you're busy the most likely you're busy and not fruitful. And so Satan wants you to be busy so that he can keep you away from the things of God. He can keep you out of the will of God because your life is so busy. And that's why it's hard. Once Satan starts seeing you trying to pull back or cut away and say no to things, he's really going to amp up uh, the attacks and maybe the invitations for you to be a part of something. And that's why you have to say no. And so how do we do this? How do you and I prune our lives so that we could be fruitful and not busy? Well, one thing for you to do is this. Know your priorities. Last week, we, we last episode, uh, episode 16, if you're just joining us, episode chapter 16, we talked about knowing your priorities. And the reason that that is important is for, you know, the things we talked about last episode. But for us to know our priorities, it helps us to say no to the things that come in our lives that will just overfill our plate. You see, when we don't know our priorities and what is most important to us, what happens is we start saying yes to absolutely everything. And we don't say no. And saying no is a way to prune. But if we're saying yes to everything, to go back to the Thanksgiving picture, when we say yes to everything, it's just like us putting more and more and more food on our plate. And so when you know your priorities, the things that are most important to you, the things that you know that you need to get done, that these are the things that God wants you to get done. When you know your priorities, you can look at the things that are taking place in your life going, okay, are these keeping me from accomplishing my priorities or will it keep me from keeping uh, my priorities? And if they're going to keep you from getting you done with your priorities, then you could say no. You go, nope. 
I can't do that. I, I can't add that to my life right now because that's going to hinder me from being fruitful uh, for the Lord. It's going to keep me from my priorities. And so how you prune is knowing your priorities so that you can say no to the things that will keep you away from your priorities. Second is this. You need to be in prayer. You really need to be searching for God's will. And this is where it takes time. Pruning takes time. It, it, it takes I never knew this, but people go to school, a college, to know how to prune uh, a plant, you know, certain ways to cut angles, to cut where to cut. And so there's like a knowledge in, in this so that you know what you're doing. And for you and I, spiritually speaking, that's prayer. And when we come before the Lord in prayer, we, we lay our schedule out before the Lord and go, okay, Lord, I have these things going on. What, if anything, do I need to prune? Do I need to cut out of my life? Or you look at, you come before the Lord and go, okay, Lord, I have these invitations to be a part of this or to be a part of that. What do I say yes to? What do I say no to so that I stay fruitful and not become busy? It's you searching out for the will of God. And that takes time. It takes energy. And so we prune in our lives by knowing our priorities, spending time in the in prayer with God and just laying everything before him. But then number three, and I think this is really important when it comes to pruning our lives, is this, knowing your gifting and your wiring. Some of you, you can't take on as much as somebody else. And that's not a negative thing. That there, There's no guilt in that for me at all. Uh, I know some people that they're able to do so much and they're capable of doing it. That's how God has equipped them and wired them. And others, they can't do that much. But you know what? They're incredibly fruitful in the things that they do do. And so we need to know our wiring. How much can we handle? How much work? How much uh, time can we invest in things and still be okay? But also know your gifting. You know, uh, I, I'm gifted in uh, teaching. And so if somebody came along and asked me, go, okay, I need you to put a vision and a mission statement together for a company. I'm like, well, that's, I'm not, I'm not gifted for that. And so that will, I could be part of a team to help with that. But for me to lead that on, like, no, I, I, I couldn't do that. Um, there's so much that we need to know when it comes to our gifting and our wiring because when we know our gifting, we know how God has equipped us and what he's asking us to do, then that helps us to know our priorities and that helps us to say no to the things that come in our, our day and our lives. And so when things come into my life that don't line up with my gifting, that they don't line up with how God has wired me to, uh, to be, then it's easier for me to say no to them. Now, I still do pray about them, um, but it's easier for me to say no to them and, and keep them out of my life or even cut them out of my life if I've fallen into the trap of, of doing them. And then lastly, lastly is this, and this is going to be hard for, for many of you. Are you ready? You need to say no. You need to say no. That's what pruning is. It's saying no. I'll give you an example. I've, I've taught at a Bible camp. Uh, I taught there for about 13 years in a row. And I, every year I would teach um, 11 to 13-year-olds for, for a week. And I'd be up there with other teachers, and I would teach every day. And I, I enjoyed it. I always do. Um, I, I'm actually the president of that camp's board. And so 
it's always been a great honor and privilege to me, but it got to the point in my my life because of everything going on uh, with the health of my son and what he needed and time and energy and all those things. And I looked at my wife one night and said, I, I just can't teach. I, I just can't do it. Um, I, I've prayed about it and it's difficult because I, I want to do it, but I, I just can't. And I needed to say no, I needed to step away. Um, and so for the last maybe two years, I have not taught up at that camp and it's been really difficult, but I had to say no. And some of you, you need to say no for the to towards some of the things that are in your life that you're doing so that you can prune them and cut them away from your life. They may be good things, but they also may be keeping you from being fruitful by allowing you to stay busy. And so we've been talking about time management and hopefully over the last couple of episodes, if you've been joining us, you'll notice that time management is really key in our walk with the Lord. Uh, it's been really, really important for us to uh, not be busy, but be fruitful, uh, to know our uh, priorities, to prune in our lives. And so next week, we're going to talk about one epi- uh, one event in the Old Testament that always stands out to me. It's a, something that I love. And so hopefully you'll join us next week. But as we end this week's episode, what do you need to prune in your life? so that you would be more fruitful instead of busy. Hopefully you can you know, ponder that this day, and hopefully you have a great, wonderful day, and we shall uh, talk to you next time. Take care.